0: Hey everybody, this is Kylie Gable. Welcome to another edition of the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. And, you know, the last couple podcasts I felt a little bit like, oh man, I'm, I'm kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel here a little bit. I don't mean in terms of quality, I just mean like, there is not much left recorded and I need to get some recordings in. I was almost thinking that this was going to be like a clip show, which I think could be kind of cool. Anyway, uh, Shayla came through in a big way, and it's a new story that's the the first part of a huge eight-part series. It's the most successful books that I ever did that have not been turned into audios. The series is called Sam's New Life. This particular episode is called Sam's Halloween, because the whole thing starts with a Halloween party. Characters are 18, but they are in high school. So if that's a little bit triggering, just so you're aware. Um, but I also have some other big news that I want to talk about before I play. And that is a couple of weeks ago, Shayla and I um, did an interview for the Manhor podcast, which is a much larger podcast than this one. And um, the new episodes for the Manhor podcast are on Wednesdays. And um, we have an interview with myself and Shayla and the host of that show, Billy, um, that is going to air on Wednesday. We had a great time on the podcast, and um, Shayla and Billy even did a scene together, and it's, you know, it covers a whole gamut of sexuality, but I I don't think... um, Billy was quite expecting what he got. So I think he enjoyed it, but I think he was very surprised. For one thing, when he heard my voice and my name, Kylie, I think he was like, um. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, I'll probably talk more about that after this audio, but here is the first part, and I'm going to play the whole audio like I usually do in these multi part stories. The first part of Sam's New Life, entitled. Sam's Halloween, and hey, it's October, so it's a great time for a Halloween story.
1: Sam's Halloween, written by Kylie Gable, narrated by Shayla Aspasia. Samuel Jackson Archer, get your ass in here now, barked my mother. I always knew when I was in trouble. Sam, my name, became Samuel. And if it was really serious she had unleashed my middle name on me as well her voice was booming out from the garage so unknowing as to what obviously heinous crime i had committed i immediately left my comfortable place on the couch and headed off to see exactly what level of trouble i was in my younger sister alexis smirked at me as i walked out gleefully pouncing on the now undefended remote control, brandishing it aloft in triumph before quickly changing the channel from the program I'd been so adamantly watching in spite of her pleas and protest. Yeah, Mom, I said tentatively as I entered the attached garage. Sam, I found your Halloween supplies. I thought we agreed last year that you were getting too old for this sort of thing. Eggs, shaving cream, and who knows what else. I assume that you were planning to use all this stuff to torture your sister again. Step-sister, I responded. Halloween was one of my favorite days of the year, with my stepsister and her best friend Taylor as my main targets of choice. Sometimes it was just eggs and shaving cream. Sometimes it was much more elaborate, like two years ago, when my friend Jed and I had used a gun loaded with blanks and a squib filled with fake blood to make her think I had been shot dead right in front of them. Anyway, last year, my mom had put a stop to it, or so she thought. I was a senior in high school now, and I wasn't about to let my fun in prematurely. I couldn't do this sort of thing away at college. You didn't think I'd noticed this big bag of stuff sitting here in the garage? She asked me, feeling superior that she had outsmarted me. I didn't have the heart to tell her it had been hidden in my room. Alexis must have somehow spotted it and ensured that Mom would find it. Ah, Mom, it's Halloween. It only happens once a year,' I pleaded. "'Yeah, and guess what? It looks like you get to miss it this year. You're grounded for the next two weeks, which will put us right through Halloween. You can stay home with me and pass out candy.' "'But, Mom!' "'Don't you but Mom me, Sam.' If you didn't want to do the time, you shouldn't have done the crime. "'But I haven't done anything!' I exclaimed. "'This bag shows your intent. "'And after what we agreed last year, that's enough for me,' she admonished. "'That's it. He defies you, terrorizes me, and the only punishment he gets is to stay home?' "'You can't be serious, Mom,' bellowed my stepsister." "'appearing suddenly in the garage doorway "'and sticking her nose where it obviously didn't belong yet again. "'I don't see what business this is of yours,' replied my mom. "Yes, stay out of this, you bitch,' I snapped at her "'before the cold, wilting glare of my mom. "'Gave me, let me know I had probably overplayed my weak hand a bit too much.' Mom, every Halloween, he totally ruins it for both me and Tay. He always does something horrible, ruining our Halloween and usually completely humiliating us. I've complained about it over and over like forever now, but nothing's ever done about it. He just gets told off, and he does the same thing next year. Can't we at least pick his Halloween costume this year or something? Let him be the one who is embarrassed and humiliated for once. Alexis had this remarkable talent, able to simply turn on the tears like a normal person turns on a water faucet. She'd always been able to get anything she wanted from my stepdad merely by crying. But then I suppose dads are always suckers for a daughter's tears. Even my mom wasn't entirely immune to them. Women's tears are powerful tools. Big, fat tears were already rolling down her face, which was also a picture of abject misery, and I knew I had to act fast. Mom, please, you can't be serious. Don't give in to her on this. Be the strong parent and tell her no. I seem to be making a habit of overplaying my hand tonight. Oh, I'm the parent, all right, replied my mom and I'm going to be both strong and firm. Since your brother is now going to be at home for Halloween this year, I see no reason why you can't be in charge of his costume this year. Knock yourself out, Alexis, she glared at me. No, Mom, I won't, I complained. Oh, yes, you will. I'm going to take your advice and be a strong parent this time. It'll do you good to learn some humility. Besides, it's not like anybody you know will see you, since you're grounded anyway. As the days got closer to Halloween, both Alexis and Taylor delighted in teasing me about being in their clutches. I knew they intended to put me in girls' clothes because Mom had made me let them measure me for a bra. It couldn't possibly really matter to them if the bra was too big or too small, I knew they just wanted to embarrass me. Alexis always enjoyed embarrassing me. Maybe that's why I looked forward to getting back at her on Halloween so much. Her father was a former college football linebacker, and she inherited some of his size. She had an extremely shapely body, but she also had muscle tone and stood nearly five foot ten. My dad had been pretty scrawny and unfortunately I had inherited his frame. I stood barely five foot nine myself, and not only were my muscles smaller than my stepsisters, but even my hands and feet were smaller as well. From the moment I decided to grow my hair past my shoulders, she started to tease me about looking like a girl. Looks were a safe bet for her, something I could never hope to tease her about. She was probably one of, if not the prettiest girls in school with her long red hair, deep green eyes, perfect 36C breast and a shapely legs that seemed to go on forever. Honestly, I hadn't really noticed how she looked. She was just my sister. Before every guy in my high school started asking if I had ever accidentally seen her naked and blatantly telling me just how hot they thought she was. Or even worse, could I introduce them to her? Sure enough, I started seeing the pieces of my costume being put together. But I still wasn't quite ready for Halloween. I took my time coming home from school and by the time I got home, both Alexis and Taylor were already impatiently waiting for me. "'What took you so long?' snapped Taylor. "'Some of us have places to go tonight.' "'I never could quite figure out Taylor. "'She was a beautiful girl with long black hair "'and kind of dark, glamorous features. "'It wasn't unusual that I lusted after a girl like that, "'but I knew she held some kind of attraction for me. "'She was 18, the same as I was, "'but she seemed so much older,' more sophisticated. I think she truly enjoyed leaving me tongue-tied and confused around her. Well, I'm here now, I replied glumly. Are you really going through with this? Hell yeah, said Alexis. Your clothes are in my bedroom. Go get changed and then meet us in your room for your makeup. Mom had already warned me what would happen if I disobeyed Alexis about the costume and I knew I didn't want to face her wrath. She was a tough woman who had been a single mom twice. It had to be tough on her when my dad split shortly after I was born. She thought she had finally found the family she sought with Alexis's dad, but then he died of a heart attack five days short of his 45th birthday, and she was alone again, but with the added baggage of a new daughter she had only known for two years. If adversity makes the man It had certainly made my mom. No one crossed her. In the bathroom, the girls had laid out very sheer black pantyhose, a matching black bra and panty set, a pair of ankle-high black boots with two-inch heel and a sexy short but flowing black dress. I thought I got off pretty easy because I was guessing she'd have me shave my legs but it looked like she would allow me to keep my leg hair. My dignity was another matter. Alexis's bathroom was as girly as her bedroom was. She even had some of her stuffed animals in the bathroom on a shelf. I wanted to get out of there as quickly as I could, but I knew that if I wasn't careful with the pantyhose, I'd tear them. I'd also been sternly warned about damaging anything in attempt to sabotage her plans so I managed to get everything on as best as I could. The heels weren't very high, but still posed a significant challenge for me as they had heels that were quite narrow. As I walked out of the bathroom, I saw huge smiles appear on both girls' faces. They looked me up and down like predatory vultures. Yeah, you're going to do nicely, grinned Taylor. I went into my bedroom where the girls had already set everything up. Taylor worked on my hair with a curling iron while Alexa did my makeup. You were already looking so sexy, sis, taunted Alexis. Is that for sister or sissy? asked Taylor, giggling at her own joke. Does it matter? asked Alexis. When Taylor finished with my hair, she went to work on my fingernails painting them a very bright orange that seemed appropriate enough for Halloween. The girls looked at each other before pinning a black pointy hat with a wide brim on my head and declaring me one seriously sexy little witch. Now let's get a couple of picture to immortalize this, chirped Taylor, reaching for her phone. No, I never agreed to pictures, I complained. I will not pose for pictures that you can show around school and put on the internet, haunting me with them for years. Oh, you look so sexy when you pout. Come on, work it, babe, work it, teased Taylor, still trying to get me to hold still for a picture. Okay, he's right, acknowledged my stepsister, surprising me. I would hold these over his head, and it would just cause us problems. Let's just live in the fun of the moment right go check yourself in my bathroom samantha why in your bathroom i asked suspiciously but as it turned out not quite suspiciously enough bigger mirror and better light she replied without missing a beat and so away i went i stopped and looked at myself in the mirror with the door closed i had some privacy i was stunned i couldn't judge my own looks very well but i did look very feminine that was for sure i couldn't resist posing and making a few sexy faces before alexis impatiently knocked at the door and she brought me back to reality i bet he's playing with himself called out taylor i immediately opened the bathroom door and rushed out just in time to hear the front door open well let me see my son or should i say daughter sheepishly i followed alexis and taylor to the front row mom was completely and utterly blown away wow i knew that he would sorry she'd look good but that is simply amazing you should keep him dressing like that mrs archer suggested taylor oh i have enough trouble mothering one diva mom said and i'd have twice as many guys sniffing around mom stop please i pleaded well this is what you get for disobeying me maybe this time you'll learn your lesson we're going to head out mom said alexis enjoy your night girls be home by midnight oh by the way i'm going to have to go away for a work thing they've sprung a conference on me at the last minute i'll be gone for four days and three nights explained mom Well, I hope it doesn't totally suck, I said, trying to be supportive. Don't go getting any bright ideas, Sam. Whether I'm here or not, you're still grounded for another week. The girls left, and despite some good-natured teasing and a desire to be out raising hell with my friends, I had a pleasant enough evening with my mom passing out Halloween candy. Nobody who came to our door for candy recognized me, and by the time Alexis got home that night... My humiliating Halloween costume was just a fading memory, or so I thought. I was eating lunch in the cafeteria when Gwen Holland approached me. She was a head cheerleader at our school and had been dating Ryan Overbeek, the football's team's starting quarterback. They had recently broken up, which caused a huge spike in the amount of gossip in the hallways. She was also good friends with my stepsister, and that meant I didn't want to even talk to her. Goddess or not, the guy I usually ate lunch with was at home sick, so I was eating alone when she abruptly sat down across from me. Having one of the most popular and attractive girls in the entire school sit right across from me, then begin talking to me like an actual peer, should have given me a measure of self-confidence and made me feel good about myself but what it actually did was to make me extremely nervous about the social pitfalls facing me not only was gwen good friends with alexis but she was also far above me in the social strata of our school it was as if i had suddenly been approached by royalty I was sure I'd say something stupid and embarrassing. Then stories of my social faux pas would eventually spread through the halls of the school, like an especially contagious virus. Before long, everyone would hear of it and I'd become a total outcast. I'd have to change my name and move away. How's your morning going? She asked me pleasantly enough, interrupting my social musings. It's good, I squeaked timidly mine too i can't believe we're seniors already me neither i hastily agreed desperately trying to control myself and lower my voice to a level somewhere below a chipmunk on helium she could see my nervousness and that just made her smile it was an effect she had on a lot of the male population as you get ready to graduate you think of all the things you wanted to do but somehow never got around to, she stated. Yeah, you do. I felt like a nodding dog, simply agreeing with whatever she said. For instance, she purred, I've always wanted to get to know you better ever since I first saw you when I was visiting Alexis. But I had a boyfriend then, and that made things sort of complicated. If I had been shaking before, I was rapidly entering into a full-fledged tremor mode, right now. I could actually see my wrist spasming as I try to take a drink of my milk. Hey, if only I managed to croak, smiling insanely. Say, would you like to come to my Halloween party on Saturday? Isn't Halloween over? Sure it is, but my folks always let me have a party during the week after Halloween. It's going to be a pretty big bash, and I'd love to have you as my date numbly all i could do was nod not really believing my good fortune before finally managing to croak out that's that yes that would be great gwen wonderful i can't wait she flashed a big beaming smile full of radiant white teeth at me wait i'm not your well i stammered pathetically my date she asked coyly looking at me through her eyelashes I don't know. I don't want to rush into anything, but I can promise you that you're the only guy getting a personal invitation like this for my party. Honestly, I asked, somewhat skeptical, at this kind of thing didn't happen to me. Hmm, you know what? Let's do a couple's costume together. Any ideas? No, um, not really. How was I to know that I'd have one of the hottest babes in school? coming on to me and asking me to be her date to a party. Of course, I hadn't any previously thought out plans for a couple's costume. Any costume ideas I might have had were really geeky and were definitely solo. Okay, I'll come up with something and I'll bring it over to your place in the afternoon and we'll get our costumes sorted out together. I can be there, I said a bit over enthusiastically. I mean, where else would I be? For the next couple of days, I had to deal with Alexis alone without my mom's protection. She would not stop teasing me about my Halloween costume and the way her friends would look at me in the hallway and then giggle to let me know that they all knew about it and had probably also seen the video. Oh yeah, there was a video. One of the stuffed animals in her bathroom actually belonged to Taylor. It was a weird-looking navy blue teddy bear with a built-in nanny cam, and it had a recorded footage of me getting ready and checking myself out in the mirror. With a suitably humiliating soundtrack added to it, the video greeted me on my computer when I got home from school on Thursday. At least the parts with me naked had been edited out, but I was furious. I immediately stormed into Alexis' room where she and Taylor had a good laugh at my expense. I told her I was going to kill her for taking that video, but she assured me that only a very small number of her intimate friends had seen it, and if I wanted to keep it that way, I'd have to put on a pair of her heels and walk down to the kitchen to get them both sodas. I balked, first refusing outright, but slowly, a realization dawned that she had me by the short and curlies. And what's more, she knew it. Since you hesitated, you now need to put on the frilliest apron you can find when you bring us back the drinks, ordered Taylor. Oh, my mom has a ridiculously frilly pink one, exclaimed Alexis with evident glean. Wear that one, Samantha. Fine, I said as my resistance wilted. No, that's not good enough, said Alexis. We want to see a curtsy, and you need to say yes, my mistresses. I don't want to hear any of this fine crap. Yes, my mistresses, I sighed, making an awkward curtsy. I didn't have a choice. Mom would kill her for blackmailing me, but Taylor would be free to make sure everybody in the area saw the video. Other than becoming a hermit somewhere in outer Mongolia, I had no choice but to comply with all of their demands. When I returned with the drinks, I was wearing the perfect homemaker-style apron from some forgotten time, along with black pumps that I had borrowed from my sister. No sooner did I enter room than Taylor began to snap pictures of me. I complained, but the girls just laughed at my impotent protest. They dismissed me, but made me keep the apron and heels on for the rest of the evening in case they wanted anything else. As I left the room, I could hear them planning what costumes to wear to Gwen's party. They were her friends, so I guess it was only normal that they'd be invited. I was starting to feel like Cinderella, crashing the party as a guest of the host, much to the distaste of my wicked stepsister. She must have noticed me listening in on her conversation and told me, Ah, poor little stepbrother isn't invited to the cool party. "'It's not like you could go anyway, since you're grounded. "'Go to hell, Alexis,' I snapped. "'The girls just laughed at my outburst and let me go. "'They mostly left me alone until the weekend. "'This surprised me, since it wasn't like either of them to let it pass "'when they had me at a disadvantage. "'And the video of me that they possessed "'clearly put me in a distinct disadvantage.' When Saturday came, I was on top of the world. Even Alexis couldn't tear me down. When she left to meet up Taylor at noon, I began to tidy up the place. I wanted to have everything perfect for Gwen. At two, when she rang the doorbell, I was already racing to open it. Gwen stood on my porch in the sexiest cat costume I had ever seen. It was actually tame by some standards, but the black spandex jumpsuit hugged her every curve while the painted on whiskers nose and cat ears were just too cute for words oh god Gwen, you look so hot sputtered out of my mouth as i stood behind the front door looking for all the world like a deer caught in the headlights thank you she purred aren't you going to invite me inside i look even better up close yeah sure i said opening the door wide for her I'm glad you approve. I always have the best costumes at my parties. And since we agreed to wear a couple's costume, you have to look equally great. Where's my costume? I asked, looking around. Sit down, Sam, instructed Gwen. Okay, I try to get comfortable on the couch. This didn't sound good. I'm not what you'd call a mean girl. I always stand up for people and try to include everybody in everything that I can. But... I can't commit social suicide. You get that, right? Yeah, sure, I guess I get that. Great, replied Gwen. You get where I'm coming from, then. I've seen that video of you dressed up like a witch for Halloween. Oh, no. I was suddenly feeling nauseated. Yeah, she nodded. It wouldn't have been so bad if not for that preening in the mirror, sticking your chest out and licking your lips. It was pretty damning. So you can't have me at your party? The look of disappointment obvious on my face. Not at all, she cooed. I don't want to have a party without you there, but I can make it so the witch costume. And thus the video is no big deal. Huh? How can you do that, I ask? That's what I want you to wear tonight. If people knew I was your date, and by extension they thought I was the reason that you dressed up like that, it'd be no big deal, because you were just doing it for me. And face it, Most guys would wear whatever I wanted for a date with me, she assured me. So, you'd be the witch, and I'll be your cat. What do you say? I don't know, I said, unconvinced. Trust me, I know popular and how to be, she pushed. Well, okay, I guess, I replied. But what if my stepsister comes back? Already taken care of. She's going from the mall straight to my house to help prepare the place for the party. In fact, we better hurry up, so I'm not late. Go on, off to the shower with you. The shower? No Harry witches, baby. I don't know. Again, I felt rather overwhelmed. But Gwen calling me baby was definitely helping to persuade me. Come on, she pouted. Look, you cooperate this afternoon, and I promise to expose you to some serious making out that you have never experienced before. What could I do? I was soon sitting in the bathtub while she used a woman's razor and scented shaving cream to remove all my body hair, or at least all the hair visible outside of my underwear. She even made denuding me feel sexy, a delicate dance with her fingers that was half shaving and half caressing me. She had me take a hot shower with Alexis's scented body wash and shampoo when we were done and then had me meet her in my sister's room wearing only a sexy black bra and panties she had borrowed from Alexis's panty drawer. Wow, you look great already, admired Gwen. I don't know how I feel about wearing my sister's underwear and being with you in her room, I said sheepishly. Alexis and I are friends, and friends share. Just pretend she lent that bra to me and panty set, which she totally would do. Then I loaned it to you. We still have a lot to do, though. What's next? Well, this, she said, pulling out a perfume bottle from her purse and spraying me heavily with it. Gwen, that stuff smells so feminine. I was waving my hands in front of my face and coughing as it hit the back of my throat. "'I know, it's my scent. Now we smell alike. "'Sit on the bed,' she ordered. "'I complied, but realized that things were rapidly spinning out of my control. "'Even Alexis and Taylor hadn't put perfume on me. "'Gwen had me hold my hand out, and she took it in her hand. As wasn't a particularly romantic gesture, "'but it still felt amazing to have her hold my hand in hers.' She proceeded to paint my fingernails a bright red. You are going to look so good for me and there's nothing your sister can do about it. After we're seen together tonight like this, the video can never be used against you. Gwen used some of my sister's cosmetics but also a lot of her own purse to do my makeup. I could see that with each powder brush and pencil swipe, the smile on her face was growing. Can I see, I asked. No, not until I'm done, but I can tell you you're going to look absolutely amazing. I need to do a few things with your hair. Is that going to be a problem? No, I guess not, I replied. By now, fully under her control. Even as she took the scissors out and began to trim my hair in parts, I just sat there completely docile. With what she had done to me so far, I doubted even going bald could be any worse. Finally, after she was done with the curling iron and hairspray, I was ready for the rest of my clothes. She went through my sister's underwear drawer until she found a black waist cincher, and I never knew my sister even owned one. When combined with the breast-enhancing bra, I had something of a feminine shape. I now had solid B-cups, and they were very noticeable. Let's do nude stockings this time, since your legs are now hairless. We don't need black anymore, suggested Gwen. After stepping into the hose, she grabbed a black mini dress from Alexis's closet. That's not the one that I wore for Halloween, I pointed out. So, bad witches have more fun, she winked at me, and then helped me step into the tiny black lycra dress and zipped it up behind me. I felt like my legs were on full display for the whole world to see. And I guess they were. I stepped into the same ankle boots from before and she placed the pointy witch's hat back on my head. Now let's show you how you look. I was dumbfounded. I had looked good on Halloween but now I wouldn't look out of place with Alexis or any of the most attractive girls in the school. She could see the reaction on my face as she stood next to me in the mirror. She stepped in close to me, put an arm around my waist, and giggled. "'I don't believe it,' I stammered. "'That's right, Samantha. You're hot.' you pose for a few pictures for me, please?' She practically begged me, and I complied a bit more willingly than I probably should have. She had me pouting, blowing kisses, seductively crawling on Alexis's bed, fixing my lipstick and running my fingers through my hair. She even had me playing with my non-existent breast. One good thing, after having to wear the boots for Halloween and even higher heels for the girls the other day, I was now able to handle walking in the boots quite easily. Gwen gave me a few tips on how to sway my hips more. And within minutes, I was walking in heels as well as any girl in school. One last thing, she said. I need you to work on your voice. My voice? Yeah, you look so good. I think we can blow everybody away if they think you're a woman at first. We won't give away the surprise until later. You game? I don't know, I said. My common sense bubbling to the surface. Trust me, my friends will love it. And will be the hit of the party. Won't people think I'm gay? Come on, this is 2015. There will be actual real live gay people at the party tom is more popular than you'll ever be and he's gay besides why would people think you're gay for doing something a very sexy girl told you to do for halloween she positively cooed as she gently ran her fingers enticingly up my smooth stocking leg and i promise i'll make it all up to you well i guess i agreed who needs common sense at times like these she sat me down in front of the computer in my bedroom and played a YouTube video for me. It was a guy who pranked other guys on chat lines by disguising his voice so they thought he was female. He had created a tutorial on how to sound just like his female voice. I had always been pretty good at impressions, so it wasn't a complete surprise that I had picked it up quite easily. Gwen was so impressed, she threw her arms around me saying, I'd kiss you if your makeup wasn't so perfect. Hey, I'm willing to take that chance, I mumbled. Don't be silly. You have plenty of action later. I need to go now so that I can get the party set up. Besides, we wouldn't want Alex and Tay coming here now, would we? What should I do? Promise me that you'll spend the afternoon practicing, both walking the walk and talking the talk. I want you to be perfect tonight for me at my party i put your makeup wallet and keys in a cute little black purse on alexis's bed bring it with you when you come i can't wait she purred she hugged me again and i couldn't believe it she had me so incredibly turned on i happily promised to spend all afternoon practicing to be the best girl i could be for her i'll see you at eight and don't be late she said as she walked down the front steps of my house I immediately went back upstairs to get the purse from Alexis's room and remove my clothes from her sanctuary so that I could avoid any awkward questions later. When I saw my reflection in my sister's full-length mirror, I couldn't help but admiring myself. I looked so hot, and all I could think of were Gwen's promises of future sexual rewards, however ambiguous they might have been. I was soon masturbating to my own reflection in my sister's mirror, moaning Gwen's name in the most girlish voice that I could muster. I came in one of my sweat socks so as to not mess up the panties. I spent the rest of the afternoon doing just as I had promised Gwen. I even found some videos online about feminine gestures and practiced acting as girlish as I could. I was 10 minutes early when I arrived at Gwen's place. I knew nobody would recognize me, but it felt weird walking through the streets of town in a dress and heels. Unlike our modest home, she lived in a suburban mansion that must have cost her parents at least a million dollars. Her dad was a very successful specialist doctor, and her mom was a vice president at a marketing firm, so they easily had the money i could already hear the thumping beat of loud music coming from inside the house which surprised me as i was early i psyched myself and rang the doorbell putting a big smile on my face as the door opened i immediately tensed up as there in front of me holding the door was taylor she looked at me slightly askew as if she thought she could recognize me but couldn't quite figure out how Hey, I love the hat. Come on in, she opened the door wider and ushered me in. There was already quite a crowd of people there, and the party seemed to be in full swing. Is Gwen around? I asked loudly enough to be heard over the music, but ensuring I used my new feminine voice. Sure, she's somewhere about. Why don't you get yourself a drink and have a seat on the couch, and I'll try to let you know when she's here. Believed that Taylor didn't recognize me, I grabbed a glass of wine from a tray and took a seat in one of the three black leather couches that were arranged in a U-shape around a sturdy oak coffee table. A guy and a girl who were in my class in school smiled at me as I sat down and I smiled back at them. It suddenly occurred to me that I was the only one there in a costume. I felt very out of place. Finally, I saw Gwen headed towards me no longer wearing her sexy cat costume oh sam she said obviously quite embarrassed i'm so sorry i forgot to write costume party on the invitations this year so no one is in a costume not even yourself i said pointedly looking down at the sexy dress she was now wearing "'Oh, well, I didn't see the point, if no one else was,' she replied rather lamely. "'So why didn't you call and tell me?' I asked, becoming quite indignant. "'I'm sorry. It was just such a disaster getting everything ready. "'What with Ryan calling me every five minutes and so much to do. "'I just didn't have a chance.' "'Ryan, I thought you'd broken up with him.' "'I did, but it seems he hasn't quite broken up with me yet. "'It's sort of complicated. I keep trying to get him to listen to me, but he's made up his mind.' we're still together. I'm so sorry. She gave me a look with these puppy dog eyes that seemed so sincere that I melted, immediately forgiving her. Look, I need to get out of here before I'm even more embarrassed than I already feel, being the only one in a costume. It doesn't have to be that bad, she cooed, then leaned in close to my ear, whispering, I really want you to stay and everybody thinks you're just another girl. Just give me a minute and I'll go and find some of my dad's old clothes so that you can change. And then we can still enjoy the party. And maybe we can spend the night together, okay? Well, okay, I agreed far too readily, but please hurry. I seriously don't want Alexis seeing me like this. It's a miracle that Taylor didn't recognize me at the door. Are you kidding? You look absolutely fabulous. Just make sure you don't give yourself away. Stay and roll and nobody will find out. You'll be fine. Don't worry so much. I'll go get you some clothes right now, back in less than five minutes. I sat there for the next half hour or so, trying to look calm, acting as if I was just another girl enjoying the party. Remembering to sit and drink like a girl, the video had shown me how to hold my posture and crossed my legs properly. But with such a short dress, it was easier to just sit demurely with my knees together and my legs tucked back a bit towards me. Suddenly, a large guy plopped down next to me, making the whole couch bounce. He was a good looking guy with close cropped blonde hair, but smelled of bad body spray. He was wearing tight jeans and a football jersey. I guess he would be at least six foot two and must have weighed around two hundred and fifty pounds. He reached one massive hand out to me saying, hey, I'm Ryan. I could tell he had been drinking pretty heavily and was slurring slightly. If I was Gwen's new boyfriend, this sure wasn't the way I wanted to be introduced to her old one. I never really talked to him before, although we'd been in class together throughout high school. He was simply in a completely different social class from me. I'd always been firmly logged somewhere between the nerds and the troublemakers while he was pure thoroughbred jock. I swallowed hard, looked up, and my best feminine voice squeaked, Hi, Ryan. I'm Samantha. I assume you're another friend of Gwen's. I'm not surprised she's kept you away from me. Don't take this the wrong way, but she can be such a bitch at times. She just loves playing with my head. Yes, I'm a friend of Gwen's, but I think all us girls can be that way at times. You're so right, so tell me, would you break up with a guy if everything was going great between you and him, I mean? Oh no, I laughed, but then I'm not Gwen. I couldn't believe that he suspected nothing and thought things were going well. I love Gwen as a friend, but maybe you should try to find a girl that doesn't play quite so many head games like that. You mean another girl instead of Gwen? He looked surprised. Yeah, you're a good looking guy and super popular, I understand. You could do better. I thought I was trying to help. Maybe I could get him to let her go without any fuss. If I played my cards right. Hell, there would even be a bad blood between us if he thought finding another girl was his idea. You think I'm good looking? Yeah, you're like a chiseled Greek god or something. German, sorry. My family is German. Oh, okay. Well, like a chiseled German god then, I'm sure a lot of girls would love to have a chance at you. Not quite sure if the German gods were chiseled or not, would you? He kept throwing lines at me catching me off guard sure i mean and with that he kissed me i tried to push him off but he was so much stronger than me still he must have felt my reluctance as he pulled away do you have a boyfriend what oh no no i don't i said exasperated as trying to hold him off he simply leaned in towards me but just before he kissed me again I became aware of Alexis out of the corner of my eye. She was smiling broadly as she held up her phone and began to snap pictures of us making out on the couch. My life was now officially over. I couldn't see very much as my eyes were tightly closed avoiding the sight of the big football player kissing me firmly on the lips. But I could still see her mocking smile. Taylor had now entered the room and promptly dropped onto the couch directly across from us. Wow, Samantha, Alex was right. You sure don't waste any time, do you? You two know each other? Asked Ryan, breaking off from snogging me. Some, that's Alexis's cousin, Samantha, and you're all she's been talking about for the past two years. My heart sank, but obviously Ryan perked up immediately. He released me from his tight grasp, leant back, giving me a deep, intense look. I was already flinching because as soon as he realized who I was, those giant fists of his would be flying towards my face at high speed. But he seemed to accept my reaction as embarrassed shyness on my part. Instead, he smiled and turned to Taylor and said, You mean her better-looking cousin. I could see Taylor smirking at that comment when she saw that Ryan's attention was focused on me. She waved and gave me a victorious wink. It was patently obvious that she recognized me the moment I arrived. Now the questions were just how badly I had been set up, who was involved, and what would the consequences be. Although I hated to even contemplate it, I would readily escape to the conclusion that Gwen had been part of this. Knowing exactly how devious Alexis could be, I needed to get myself out of there as quickly as possible. However, at that point, Ryan grabbed my hand and he held it tightly in his lap. I didn't like having my hand that close to his crotch, but I didn't seem to have much of a choice. Ryan Overbeek, you get away from my cousin, demanded Alexis' chirpy voice from behind us. "'Hey, she's a big girl now. "'She can make her own decisions,' he called over his shoulder. "'And she seems very content here with me.' "'Oh, God, what are you, like?' "'She exclaimed as she came around to sit next to Taylor. "'I thought you came here to get Gwen back. "'Do you really think making out with my cousin here in Gwen's house at her party "'isn't going to blow up in your face?' asked Alexis, looking suitably shocked." Gwen would be so, so pissed if she saw this, agreed Taylor. You two only broke up, just recently. Well, I guess it would be sort of rubbing it in her face then. I'm sorry, Samantha. Oh, that's quite all right, Ryan, I understand, I replied, breathing a sigh of relief. If you really like my cousin, though, and have truly broken up with Gwen, then I don't think there should be a problem. If you did it away from Gwen's house and her party... "'I do, however, think that Sam deserves to be properly taken out. "'And treated right, though, don't you?' continued Alexis. "'What?' I squeaked again, audibly surprised. "'Yeah, definitely she does,' agreed Ryan. "'I'd like to take her out on a proper date.' "'Well, her mom is kind of strict. "'How about we double date?' asked Alexis. "'I don't know. That doesn't sound very romantic. "'What do you think, Samantha?' I had absolutely no idea what to say. I was still trying to figure out how I had been put in this situation. Here I was, being asked to go out on a date with a big football star, who I sure didn't want to be left alone with, but being there on a double date with Alexis could potentially be far worse. I just looked around me, unsure what to say. Oh, relax, Ryan, interrupted Taylor. Obviously, she'd have her own date. This is just to make everything easier on you two. She'll give you both plenty of space. Duh, I said, double date, Ryan. I'm not going to be her chaperone. I'll be occupied myself if all goes well, added Alexis. Okay, fine, agreed Ryan. Where should we go? Dinner and dancing, said Alexis. And none of that fast food junk either. Fine, I'll take Samantha someplace real nice, he declared clasping my hand with both of his you just make sure you can find a guy who's willing to shell out his half of the bill no problem agreed alexis this will be so much fun i realized that it had all been arranged without me actually agreeing to or even being asked anything it had been manipulated the both of us into going along with her plan it was only at this realization dawned on me that a few minutes later gwen broke my heart and the full extent of the setup was revealed she had timed her appearance perfectly just as the double date had been agreed she suddenly entered the room and began accusing me of putting the moves on ryan and him of wasting no time with moving on to someone new after all that he had said to her she even managed to extract full apologies from the both of us reveling and playing the part of the victim to the fullest finally almost mercifully alexis and taylor led me away to take me home finally the girls led me away to take me home as we said our goodbyes moving slowly towards the front door gwen was still trying to keep up the facade of her betrayal she gave both taylor and alexis big hugs and kiss promising to catch up next day Then she turned to me with a stern look. All I could do was stare down at the floor. She stepped up to me and with a big grin on her face, wrapped her arms tightly around me in a big hug while whispering quietly in my ear. Sorry, Sam, but all's fair in love. Felt very strange to feel the cold night air on my skin, tears welling in my eyes as I walked toward the car. Everything felt so different than I was used to. And now that the adrenaline and fear of being discovered had subsided, the feeling of humiliation was becoming much more intense. Alexis and Taylor simply couldn't contain themselves for long, burst into gales of laughter even before we could get in the car. She actually had to use the door to support herself so that she wouldn't fall over from the fits of laughter. Taylor managed to open the back seat for me and made me climb inside, both of them still laughing loudly as they sat in the front. "'Oh, my God, Sam, the look on your face when he kissed you, it was pure magic,' joked Taylor, causing both of my tormentors to burst out laughing again. And I caught it all on my phone. "'That definitely is going to be one for the scrapbook. "'That's not funny,' I complained, though it came out as more of a whine.' "'Seriously, Sam, that was utterly hysterical, "'and there isn't anybody on the planet "'not sitting in the back seat of this car "'that wouldn't think so,' declared Taylor. "'Okay, you got me there, got me real good,' I conceded. "'I'm just glad it's over now. "'I want to go home and get all this stuff off.' "'Oh, but it's not over, Samantha,' giggled Taylor. "'What do you mean?' I queried. "'Just that it's not over,' "'Not by a long way,' she snickered. "'You see, I kind of own you now.' "'We own you,' corrected Taylor. "'Right. We own you. "'No,' I said quietly as the gravity of my situation slowly sunk in. "'We have so much on you now that you could never even begin to explain it. "'Just imagine if we hinted certain things to Ryan.' or maybe inadvertently let some of the more gossipy girls of the school see the video that Taylor's bear caught of you in my bathroom. Your rapid school would be totally ruined, not to mention your face, when Ryan find out who Samantha is. I would imagine he's already pretty mad about you and Gwen to begin with, teased Taylor. But she you tricked me. Yeah, and you fell for it. Hook line. And sinker, they course together please i just want to go home get changed and forget all of this i pleaded sorry said taylor we've got other plans what i demanded we need to go to Cannon's diner first no no i can't not like this haven't you done enough just drop me off at home i practically begged them we're going so you can meet your public replied taylor firmly besides you're not really in any position to argue with us So you just sit back there like a good girl and maybe you won't have to be punished. I didn't know if it was an empty threat or not, but she was right about one thing at least. I was in no position to complain. Cannon's was the local hangout and I had no doubt that at least some of my classmates would be there already. Trying to fool them would be no easy task, especially when they saw Alexis and me together. My only hope was that nobody would expect me to be there with them. The car pulled into the gravel parking lot in a few minutes after midnight. Look, we're not going to try and ruin you, Sam, said Alexis, turning around to give me a serious stare. But you should know that we'll find it hysterical if that does happen. So you better play it cool, like real cool, and be very convincing as Samantha. Just try and act like a normal girl. If you act all weird, you'll only draw attention to yourself, and then people will figure you out, advertised Taylor. Walking on the gravel in the boots wasn't quite as bad as I thought it would be. I had almost gotten used to them, and a few stones weren't going to trip me up. I asked Alexis, how many people know? "Ah, Maybe half a dozen people, she replied, revealing a number that was much less than I had feared. "'Think of them as people you don't have to fool,' before adding, as she skipped up to the diner, "'you just don't know who they are.'" Taylor opened the door of the diner, and we piled inside. We saw an open corner booth and quickly sat down, Taylor and Alexis each sitting on either side of me and sliding over to pull down the skirt of my dress, which was riding up around my waist. "'Get yourself together, you slut,' joked Taylor. You're giving every guy in this place a free show. A bored waitress came over to take our order, but between the restrictive waist censure and my nerves of the situation I was in, I had no appetite. I ordered a diet soda. while well, Alexis and Taylor had cheeseburgers with grilled onions. Before too long, Dale came over to our booth with his girlfriend, Ashley. Dale was on the football team with Ryan, but he wasn't a stereotypical jock. He was probably the best player on the whole team, and that gave him a lot of leeway. If he dropped a pass or showed his more sensitive side. Ashley had been a blonde so long, I don't think she even remembered what her natural color was. She was very trendy, a popular girl like most of Alexis's friends. I knew both of them pretty well, and I was sure that one of them would recognize me. "'Hey, who's the new girl?' asked Dale. "'Dale, Ashley, this is my cousin, Samantha,' stated Alexis. "'A lot more enthusiasm than she had ever shown "'when introducing me as her brother. "'Well, hello, Samantha,' he replied. "'Down, boy,' chided Ashley. "'Yeah, she's dating Ryan now. "'You'll never get another pass thrown to you "'if he thinks you're putting on the moves on his girl,' teased Taylor. "'Oh, that's right. I heard he broke up with Gwen,' recalled Dale. "'She dumped him, you mean,' corrected Ashley.' A woman can only take so much, you know. I never thought he'd let her go, said Dale, shaking his head. We've just come from Gwen's party. It's a really big bash this year, announced Taylor. Yeah, we had a thing to go with Ashley's family, confessed Dale. That's an awesome dress, Samantha. Thanks, I stammered, wondering if she was one of the ones who knew. Sam can wear just about anything. She's like a regular dress-up doll, said Taylor. Well... She soon will be, at any rate, joked Ashley, erasing all doubt in my mind that she might know who I was. We're going shopping tomorrow, if you want to come with, offered Alexis. We're going to get her something for her first date with Ryan. You're very welcome to join us. Oh, I wouldn't want to miss that for the world. Great, she obviously knew. And now she would be accompanying us to the ball. I felt so self conscious in the dress and felt like every guy in there was checking me out. In truth, I knew that a bunch of them were. Unsubtle glances at the ceiling or off in space giving them away. About 20 minutes after we arrived, Ryan and two of his buddies turned up. Dale immediately called them over to join us. Alexis immediately sliding out of the booth so that he could sit next to me. He soon had his arm around me, and Ashley just couldn't resist getting a few pictures of the happy couple. She even had us kiss for the camera, just to help further seal my fate. I have to admit right here and now, though, that Ryan was a perfect gentleman throughout the entire evening, but it was still extremely awkward for me. He made no attempt to hide his obvious attraction for me, and I kept feeling I was one slip up from getting my ass seriously kicked. Not to mention my facial features painfully rearranged. As we left the diner about an hour later, there was a definite chill in the air, and my dress was not providing a whole lot of protection from the cold night air. He could see me shivering and took off his maroon and navy letterman's jacket, putting it around my shoulders i was completely surprised feeling so weak and powerless he was so much bigger than me we really did look like a couple i could see alexis ashley and taylor doing everything they could avoid bursting out laughter as he pulled me over behind a couple of suvs i want you to wear my jacket he said oh i couldn't i just couldn't i want people everyone to know we're together he explained are we I replied genuinely asking yeah I think so I wouldn't kiss just any girl like this he grabbed me and deeply penetrated my unready mouth with his tongue I parted my lips more of a reflex than anything intentional I actually felt giddy and light-headed probably because I forgot to breathe of course Ashley wouldn't have missed a chance to get a picture of this kind of kiss and now the girls would have a record of that as well We said our goodbyes, and I walked over to the car. I wasn't the least bit surprised that Alexis and Taylor were taking such great joy in my discomfort. We have a busy day tomorrow, Cousin Samantha said Alexis. Tomorrow, I asked nervously. Shopping, exclaimed Taylor. We also need to have a long talk, because there are going to be some very big changes made at home, my little Samantha. I think we're all going to have a lot of fun together. I looked out the window, terrified of what they had in mind. As I pulled Ryan's jacket securely around me, I was in seriously deep trouble.
0: So that's part one. I hope you have enjoyed it. Uh, Please uh, give this series a try. Um, I think it's one of my highest reviewed series ever. And the reviews are just um, flowing with compliments. Um, Here's one review um the story has so many juicy bits from the initial trap to his date with the quarterback to his mom's discovery and the way the girls twist that to their advantage through all the cruelty it actually has a beautiful sweet and romantic ending this is a sweet story of stable young girls who exact revenge on sam spearheaded by his stepsister alexis and helped by almost every female sam encounters Kylie Gable and her cohorts are seldom mean-spirited. In this case, they put Sam in a never-ending series of can't-win scenarios that continually ratchet up his feminization in corresponding humiliation. Also, one of her prevalent themes is finding the inner sissy. In most cases, she doesn't have to work too hard, and ultimately, it wasn't too hard to expose Sam's inner sissy, Samantha. Makes me excited for Halloween. This was well-written with a lot of wonderful imagination that people like us thrive on. A page-turner for sure. So some really good reviews. I think you'll like it if you give it a try. And like I said this Wednesday, please look for us on the Manwhore podcast. I know it's available on Apple and iTunes and pretty much anywhere you find this podcast. Um, Billy did a great job interviewing us, really got into the spirit of things, and we had a lot of fun. So... Hope you enjoyed this podcast. I will be back next Monday. I will be on the Man Horror on Wednesday. And I hope you will be too. Take care.